Hello, and welcome, or welcome back, to Answer 42, a podcast that temporarily knows it all. In this, my 42nd year of being alive, I have decided to harness all of the innate wisdom that I must now possess, albeit temporarily, and take stock of everything that I now know. Today is day 348 of this project. Today is also the 27th of July, and that means today you conclude harnessing your wisdom on lessons learned. In other words, what has been learned? For today, you have traveled back in time to see what lessons you have pieced together so far. For each of these, you would say you are still in the process of learning since each podcast you revisited, you had the same experience of, oh yeah, that's quite true, as if you were hearing it for the first time. So the learning part in Lessons Learned is clearly an ongoing process. Below are the 12 lessons, some revisited and some brand new. Lesson one. Almost every quotidian level problem that you encounter has been encountered before. And some upper level, strange and unusually unique problem that you encounter has also probably been encountered before. You are not the first one that this has happened to. Whether this is a privilege of a garbage disposal freezing up, or a piece of important information never being received, or a misconnection while you were trying to get from point A to point B, whatever it is, it has happened before, and it will happen again. What this means is, if you're lucky, a solution can be found without inventing a new one from scratch. It might be part of somebody else's job to help you solve the problem. Also, remember, the problem that you are trying to solve, it isn't personal. Things are designed to break. Systems are never foolproof. Lesson two. You are most comfortable when you have a plan, most likely a plan you created, the glorious anxiety-riddled control monster that you are, And the second something seems off, you will inevitably and immediately start taking notes on your new next plan. But the moment of realization is not always the moment to start planning or to enact a new plan. Every day there is new information and information is the lifeblood of a good plan. Right now, you are you are, trying to understand options, to imagine some paths rather than get out your building tools and start hammering a new plan into existence for yourself. You really are. You are uncomfortable and don't know what the best course of action is, so you want to plan so you can know. What you want to remind yourself is that it's okay to not know what to do. It's good to not force knowing. The answer here is to not force knowing. Just wait and be for now. Doing nothing is often the best thing to do in a situation, more often than you may be comfortable with. Yeah, this isn't hard at all. How easy it is just to go with the flow. Lesson three. It is very hard to break patterns, even patterns that you don't necessarily like, especially patterns that you don't necessarily like. Guess what? It is hard and scary to move away from what you know like in how to say no, 
how to protect yourself from difficult people and contradicting expectations, how to protect your experiences, how to not take everything so personally, even when everything is personal. Lesson four, you are a fixer. You believe in the possibility of growth and evolution for everything. You cannot understand people who lie, gaslight, or cut corners, or warm their way out of responsibilities. You believe we are supposed to be smarter as a society. You believe in the possibility of people. You really do, God help you. However, lesson four, some situations are not salvageable, and the only solution is to walk away smartly. Remember that. Lesson five, procrastination is not about laziness. You don't put tasks off to avoid work. You do it to avoid unpleasant emotions, self-doubt, boredom, confusion, frustration. The task you're avoiding isn't always the one that you hate. Sometimes it's the one you fear. That's the one that's most worth pursuing. So let that change the way you treat yourself when you find yourself procrastinating. Be gentle. Lesson six. It seems that most people would prefer a nice person who does little to nothing for them than a person who offers support, feedback, and opportunities to grow, but in a more direct way. You are someone who prefers good advice to come gift-wrapped with some seriousness. And so you offer your best advice with the seriousness that you seek when you're receiving advice. And it's taken a long time to learn that most people can't hear the advice and the good intention when it's couched in seriousness. Ugh, other people. Lesson seven, don't try to create and analyze at the same time. You always want to do both at once and you know at the same time that you really can't. So actively try to only do one at a time, okay? Thank you, John Cage. Lesson eight, everything shifts. Feelings, how you are in relation to people and situations and experiences, it all shifts. Reject the supposed emotional consistency and constancy of the Puritans. They were not your people. Embrace the fact that nothing is ever static, except for static, which you do not like and you will turn off. Lesson nine. Don't ever assume that your values or your communication style or your sense of humor are shared by others. Figure out what your values are, how you communicate, and what you find funny, and make sure you know how to identify these aspects in other, other people, other institutions, etc. Lesson 10. Somewhere in between, no one cares what you do, and people are paying a lot of attention to what you do in some pretty strange ways, is the actual truth about your public persona. This is true for me, and it's true for you too. It's probably never completely one or the other, and there's nothing you can really do to control it, sorry. So enjoy that which is enjoyable and don't let what others say or what you think they're saying sway your own perspective. Lesson 11. There is a phenomenon known as the beautiful mess effect, which suggests that when we are vulnerable with others, we worry we will be judged harshly. Again, there already exists a phenomenon known as the beautiful mess effect, which suggests that when we are vulnerable with others, we worry we will be judged harshly. This is something that everyone, or lots of people, enough to suggest a phenomenon, experiences. It's not just you. Again, see lesson one. And finally, lesson 12. You were trying to find the words to express the importance of having a reliable emotional crutch. 
something that can cheer you up when you're down, celebrate with you, conspire with you when you feel isolated, whatever the moment requires or whatever you require from the moment, the emotional crutch should provide. And when you do have one, don't hesitate to use it. My emotional crutch just reminded me of the following, and I quote, you are not a victim, you just scream with boredom. You are not evicting time. What does this mean? Here's what it means today. Novelty is a necessity. And your people are people who seek out novelty. Novelty keeps you young at heart. Was this exactly what you needed to hear today? Oh yes. So there you have it. My 12 lessons learned. Hopefully made general enough to be useful to others. And if not, well, I look forward to someday sitting around the campfire and receiving other people's lessons learned from them directly. Tomorrow is the 28th, where you conclude harnessing your wisdom on getting square with the universe. In other words, is there a plan? Thank you for witnessing my 42nd year. Bye now.